shakalaka and we're live look at that hey everybody uh welcome to okay so this is technically season two episode three of power rangers the putty hour the power is, does podcast. it count as episode three i, I made it count or... you know why because matt i suck at math math's hard and i wanted <laughs> to make it because like i looked at the old episode and like okay you know what we're not gonna get sidetracked you're already sidetracking me we have an amazing guest today. <laughs> God, I haven't even made it five seconds of the show. Uh, we have an amazing guest today, Eric Berry. Sir, thank you so much for joining us. A uh, huge fan of the podcast. Uh, tell Absolutely. everybody a little bit where you're from. They already know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is uh, Eric Berry, also known as uh, Trekkie B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour. Uh, we are, uh, we just passed our eighth anniversary in January. And mm. yeah, so. Uh, have a lot of Power Ranger news and uh, discussions on the podcast, as well as uh, comic reviews and other news on our site at rangercommand.com. So I'm really excited to be here. I know my buddy Chris has been on here a few times. And uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, of oh course, thank man. you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For, um, for, you know, uh, diluting your brand with us <laughs> no, 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 not at all um but uh but yeah no uh congrats by the way on the on the eight years that's amazing um, thanks you know huge fan of the show and what you guys do um and so yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit it's been a minute uh since uh we talked to chris last time around so there's been some things building up as it were so we have some topics to get to some things that um i i, I know you've covered um, somewhat on the show as well. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but you know, finally some news because we were in that period of like three to four months of just like barely anything with Power Rangers, yeah. except from except for the comics, which come out monthly. And it felt like for a minute, um, like this, the, there was such a big ruckus when the movie stuff started kind of leaking out and like Netflix mm. universe, and mm -hmm. then yeah. Zip. There's nothing <laughs> like for a while, and now all of a sudden it's like Dino Fury's hitting, and we have new episodes, and then the comics are all changing and discombobulating, and now Renegade just like hit us with a bunch of stuff, and so, uh, yeah. and then of course some of the the OGs are still making news uh, and everything. So you know what? Okay, so let's let's start with actually start with comics, um, because the latest. And by the way, uh, spoilers incoming for this week's Mighty Morphin. Um, if you haven't read it yet, I apologize. But I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, one of the cool things, one, I actually just really dug the issue overall because it. Oh, um, yeah. I always like what Ryan does with Rocky, but then with Matt taking over, it's kind of like it's just, there's a, a the tone is consistent, but there's like a new. I don't know. It's just, it, it does feel new. It, it feels like it's building on some things. And one of them, Rocky is like a huge beneficiary of this kind of increased attention but like by the end it's like oh okay so we're moving we're kind of moving seasons a little bit you know um, a, a little bit we're getting a taste of uh things to come yeah what how do you how do you guys feel about moving into that territory and kind of slowly but surely i mean the the comics have jumped around a little bit anyway they brought in in space stuff and you know in the past they probably even brought in lost galaxy and and things like that but like in the core kind of main series as it moves on, it's majoritively been Mighty Morphin. So are we, are we, do we like that? Do we like the choice? Yeah, I, I, I like the choice because, you know, like with Altarian War, it was establishing a lot more of that lore, like with the Zeo Crystal and Zordon's backstory. And what the great thing about, the comics building these things like like you mentioned lost galaxy promethea being terra venture um and and stuff like that with the introduction of zeo but not kind of because they, yeah. they, we did the we did the uh zeo crystal which was the big kind of uh finale part for the altarian war and now we're bringing like a splinter of that machine empire into this and I, I like it because it's like you're getting a taste of of what's to come in the overall Power Rangers universe, like in the comics timeline. I think it's smart. I can't remember Nick. Where do you stand on Zio? Is he? Uh, you, oh, you're a Turbo diehard. 
No, I loved all of that. Like, I, I was in it completely. I, in terms of being one grand story that was just, uh, you know, you even had like a passing of the torch several times. And it, in terms of getting all the way until the end of space, it was all in. And then um, some stuff happened after that. But uh, in terms of the comics, I'm all for moving, moving ahead because I have lapsed on them. Because it, there's only so much Mighty Morphin and Mighty Morphin adjacent that you can really dig into. Untrue, before... Nick. Merchandising sales say <laughs> untrue. I mean, look, I'm going to buy like all the helmets and stuff, of course. Of course like, you merchandise are. Is merchandise, You're part of the problem. You know? You're part of the yeah. problem. <laughs> I mean, that all speaks to me. But in terms of um, – it, it's always fun when you, you, you get the elements of the grander universe. And so moving forward in the quote-unquote canon – you know, it's great to have those little extra pieces that aren't necessarily like part of the original show, but also, you know, something that is just part of the grander universe. And I appreciate that. Also, I just like that. It's okay. Uh, there are a lot of Power Rangers villains and, and to a varying degree, some of them are actually like come across as lethal. The Machine Empire is not one of those <laughs> factions that comes across as like, oh, that's a legit threat. So I actually appreciated, uh, you know, us trying to actually make them feel like a, a bit dangerous, even if it's just I mean, by why like not? volume. Right, because it's nice. Like, I, I don't know. The Machine Empire always comes across as like super cuddly to me, and it shouldn't. Well, like, well yeah, in, in, in this comic, like just these like new foot soldiers, like these more right. cog, like unicycle cog robots, mm -hmm. they feel like a deadlier threat and they all kind of got that King Mondo face almost. But yeah, what I appreciate with uh writer Matt Groom, who does like the Ranger Danger podcast and taking a deep cut, like literally this this King Aerodon was mentioned once. <laughs> once in the show and it was such a throwaway line you know he was the uh the the father of uh uh archerina and to have a whole new character for the comics expanding that lore and that's what i think the brilliant thing with the comics is like we we're talking about it's it's expanding those little pieces of lore into something much larger and to have rocky be alone with um, uh, you know, with Matt as the Green Ranger um, and bring those two characters together and increase their storyline. I'm very excited for however long this like arc is going to be. Agreed. I mean, just look at the Morphin Masters, right? Like that, yeah. it, it's amazing to see what the sheer amount of content that has come out uh, <laughs> revolving around them. Yeah. And it was just a scene, you know, it's just yep. like, it kind of boggles the mind. And, and I love that. And plus, I, I love all the original creations. And, you know, that's one of the things I've liked about Ryan's run. You know, mm -hmm. I love Dane. I love Kira. I love uh, Yale. Like, I love these, these new additions. So I'm very excited to see what Matt uh, can kind of bring to that yeah, as well. Um, for sure. And it's also good to just shake up the teams every so often. Um, and even, uh, even in this issue, uh, Grace is talking to her assistant, Michael Zaskin, who <laughs> was in like a minor character in Time Force helping out Wes's dad. And that was something on, on their podcast that... Seeds. Uh, yeah, they're planting the seeds. And that was something on their podcast where they just fell in love with the Zaskin character when they were reviewing Time Force. And they, they were saying back then, it would be great if this guy got more spotlight or was weaved into the universe in some way. And now that Matt's writing for it, he has the opportunity to add that lore to it, which, I mean, that's that's incredible for him as a fan just to see that, that journey that he's taken. So I, I'm sure. really excited for his run. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then, of course, the Omega Rangers are still like that's i love that book every month that's one of yeah. my favorite series just period i read a lot of comics but that's like one of my favorites uh month in and month out um and excited to see where that goes and um universe is still clicking along uh it's like been hit and miss with me but like i still like yeah. some of the ideas um but uh moving on from the comics because there was a lot of uh great tabletop stuff today uh, everyone knows i'm a tabletop nerd uh so renegade uh had a bunch of great stuff for us um number one the uh, actual RPG, uh, the role-playing game uh, that just released uh, its core, uh, its core book, just mm -hmm. got miniatures. 
I need those. I like to have, <laughs> I, I mean, look, I've played, I've played a lot of role-playing games where like, I didn't have a miniature and that's fine. I can, I can use my imagination. I can, I can sit there and go like, oh, it's cool. But man, there's something about like having, it can be the dinkiest little cardboard thing. It's just about having that like representation on the table. And then if I get to paint it and I get to do stuff and like, yes, I, I'm very excited. I once had a bard where uh, I painted little Twinkies in the knapsack <laughs> just because it didn't really fit the time. It wasn't like time accurate, but whatever, it doesn't matter. So like, I love to do stuff like this. So uh, Power Rangers doing that uh, and then also, which is great. And then also uh, they actually have the uh, Adventures in Angel Grove set. So you're getting more story content, which is awesome. Uh, that book, I mean, the core just came out. So the, the fact that we've already got these things, these additions in the pipeline yeah. is great. I mean, they're up for pre-order. They're not out yet, but uh, I do love that. And then the two that I was most excited about uh, were the additions to the deck building game. Because I've really enjoyed Renegades uh, deck building games, uh, the G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Power Rangers. And now we're getting, because there was already a Zeo expansion, now we're getting the Omega Forever expansion and yeah. as I previously said, that is like right at my alley. But we're also getting RPM, and I didn't oh. see that coming. I'm not gonna lie. Get in gear. Get in yeah, gear. I, did, I yeah. didn't. That's not that one was kind of out of left field. Like I was like, oh snap! Like that's that's awesome. So a lot of really good stuff coming for those games. Are, is there one in particular uh, you guys are excited for? Uh, I'm a little bit more excited for the Heroes of the Grid expansions. I've been collecting the the deck building sets, but I haven't had a chance to play it. I'm just more of a fan for the the artwork and especially this rpm set with dan mora doing the whole team of rpm rangers is is incredible um so i'm collecting these i'm just waiting for a chance to actually get together with people and play these finally <laughs> uh but yeah i'm i'm collecting them as they come out but i'm definitely more excited on the heroes of the grid side because I've got all of those sets. I love the larger miniatures. Yeah. Uh, for, for the R RPG, like I, I got the core rule book, but uh, I haven't had a chance to play it out yet. But I probably won't get the miniatures for that one just because I'm I'm sticking with the uh, Heroes of the Grid miniatures. Um, but no, I'm, I'm excited for, for all of these. These are pretty cool. And to be fair, I, you could just use your Heroes of the Grid minis. Exactly. For that, if you yeah. really wanted to. Nick, I had no idea that there was a full RPG. This is the one. Okay, so that's the one I've been waiting for. Like that's oh. what I thought the Heroes of the Grid was at first. Yeah, I thought I, I, and now now is the perfect time too because my schedule is opening up in terms of I want like I was thinking oh D and D maybe, but like. Now that there's a Power Rangers one, that kind of settles it for me. Like, the, the rule book is is massive too. I actually, uh, I have it actually. Oh, show it tell. I'm a dork. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is this is the core rule book. Ooh, and, okay. I mean, this thing is just packed, and it's got a ton of of comic book artwork, um, Ooh. and some some those original. Covers artwork too but yeah this this thing is massive we actually did like a, a kind of a character creation uh session on our anniversary episode and my fr my friend and co-host zach who's a big D, D player i mean he was getting like confused at this new system so <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a new uh system okay. i think it's the the essence 20 system which is a new system that Renegade has created. So um, I guess for D&D &D players, this is going to be kind of a learning curve. And then I also got the uh, the first expansion, nice. the gun oh. for punishment. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to eventually do this campaign because uh, I haven't done D&D &D or role-playing like that uh, in the past. So I'm excited for people to help me learn what the hell this is all about <laughs> i can't remember if i can't remember if renegade does the works with roll 20 or not i cannot remember for the life of me because roll 20 works with several mm -hmm. uh but i but i can't remember if renegade is one of them but this is one that like if there were a roll 20 module for this yeah i would yes, love to, to run that because uh 
I can't just go over to Nick's house. I, I think this was yeah, their answer. Here, I think this was their answer for or rule twenty. What is that like the online? Yeah. Thing on? Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, what is it? D and D Beyond, I believe, is mm. is like uh, Wizards of the Coast, like the official kind of like where you can you have all the access to all the online books and you can do sessions in there and character sheets and all that. But uh, Roll Twenty has like a version of that, and then you can like do everything from it will roll dice for you. Mm -hmm. It will keep track of all the you know the spells and things like that, and like tell you like it 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 can do a lot. And then since they launched, they've partnered with a lot of people um, to do like official things, so that way like everything works like it's supposed to, and they have all the artwork and stuff. Have um, they done that with uh, Heroes of the Grid at all? Have they? They have not that I know of um okay that one tends to be more like catered towards uh like role-playing like traditional mm -hmm. role-playing systems sure. um but and i gotta check so like um there's always like tabletopia and there's uh board game arena is kind of the newer one on the scene and i know those are adding games by the feels like by the week and and those are doing a lot of that where they're like adapting a okay. game to where you can play it online with people because i would love to play this online with people i have all the heroes yeah. of the grid expansions and i haven't even played with anyone we I, I i had some friends over uh god new year's 2020 like right before the pandemic and we tried busting out a session and learning the rules and it was a lot of fun but it was also like confusing and trying to keep track of everything so right i, I would love to play this game online with people okay well it is decided that if we figure yeah, out we're, we're gonna, how to we're do gonna it, run a game of this. We're gonna do it, right. it uh, because I just I just call Ranger Slayer now. Can I just do that? <laughs> you you can have it. You can have my favorite. It. Don't don't say it like that. I don't need your pity. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, she's awesome. <laughs> what you what you're talking about right there? All that spice. All right. Well, so okay. So that's awesome stuff going on in the tabletop world. <laughs> Also, the Essence system uh, is also, like, if you like the Power Rangers role-playing game, mm -hmm. you're also probably going to dig the G.I. Joe one and the Transformers one, since they all kind of use the universal system. Like, oh, yes. well, they can all go. cross over. They can all cross yeah. over. Apparently, you can have G.I. Joes fighting Power Rangers and Transformers. Yeah. Oh, and G.I. Well, Joe that... and Transformers just got their expansions. Uh, that changes that, everything. So. We need to, yeah. Uh, I also, did they announce, did they announce today the... Uh, the My Little Pony deck building game too, which uh, I know some people will be huge fans of there that. You go. I think my daughter was at our local comic store and she was very much wanting the green My Little Pony. I don't know their names, but the green My Little Pony. Oh, uh, you will was, soon. I know. Well, I was like, oh, that's done. Yeah. She bought a Transformer and wanted a pony. And I was like, all right, well, we're sign me up for that. Okay, we're going to do that. Um <laughs> So uh, moving into, I'm actually going to take, I'm going to take a quick detour uh, in the layout because uh, this is, so this got a lot of people talking. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson, the original Pink Ranger, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, of course. I don't have to introduce her. <laughs> people know who she is. Uh, she's also uh, a feature film director and now she's uh, directing TV and she just directed uh, a really good episode of Superman. Yeah, Lewis. it was uh, really good. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I love that show anyway. But um, she uh, got people talking when she tweeted uh, basically the, the thing of like, you know, it's crazy if the original cast like is not involved. Um, <sighs> and I've got the tweet linked here because I don't exactly remember like the verbatim <laughs> the verbatim tweet so let me let me click on it so i don't want to be accused of yeah let's not jump on the tweet out of like not accurate context right so, yeah. all right here we go um can i just say i think it's really dumb if the new power rangers universe doesn't use or acknowledge the ogs just saying power rangers mm. can i get an amen mighty morphin power rangers i was close <laughs> well, I, was, I think that was a pretty good summation of that. I don't know. That's pretty good. Not entirely, though. There's a there's a whole part of that of the whole acknowledging, right? Because that's a that's a loaded term already. Because it's like, are you is she referring to just acknowledging the brand, which is what they do on the daily, is what we just keep mentioning right now, or the legitimate OG cast? There, now, there is and that's that's universe. something that's something that we have to consider when she's saying OGs. Is she saying is she referring to the OG characters like Jason, Trini, yes. Zach, or is she referring to the OG cast? So 
there's there's two radically different uh, insinuations of what she's bringing up. Because if she's referring to the cast, like the actors, then it can be taken as, why aren't we in this new project? Right. Versus the characters, why aren't they using the characters in this new iteration? So... Yeah, I it, I, it really changes the message. It, it I think I, I agree with you. I think she's, I mean, okay. So after reading that, I would take it. I took it as, oh, she's talking about the original cast because the original characters are still being used in a variety of ways. I mean, we just talked about just like all the these comics, board games. Yeah. They're all referenced, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're all- They were like, in they, the movie. They were in the 2017 movie. movie. They're or 2014 in, you know, or whatever. Uh, Dino Fury refers to them. I mean, like it, yes. you know, so like they are, and the toys are still like, so, okay. So, and also whenever that movie reboot happens, I don't think there's almost any chance that like Jason, Kimberly, these names aren't used. I, whether they change the last names or they look different or whatever, obviously, of course, but like the names, a 10 bucks says they'll be the same, at least the first names. Mm -hmm. So, I, I don't think that's the case. I think she's talking about the original cast because we've seen that become, I mean, she, and she's even talked about like, um, she even talked about the, the movie, uh, the previous reboot when like, right. she only like, that wasn't something that like they reached out initially and said like, Oh, come be in this. Like she's even said like in an interview, like she had to kind of reach out and kind of ask for that like that wasn't just something like oh yeah let's get the cast involved um, well, well that's the thing like the when the 2017 movie hit that was still all saban brands and all right. that now right. we're dealing with hasbro so you have to ask the question why is she bringing up now is she did she hear something and is disappointed in their direction right or you know what's the deal there that would be that would be my because we saw the response. The response was right. huge online. And yeah. um, and we have to also consider that uh, she's really good friends with David Yost. And he's working on that mm -hmm. quantum continuum that he keeps mentioning, which I find a little annoying. It's like, why get a whole bunch of fans like involved in promoting it? Like, why not just pitch it kind of yeah. a thing? And that's that's what kind of irked me about what was going on with Amy Jo Johnson. It's like kind of drumming up this fan hype just to get like eyes on it, essentially. Now, so um, one, uh, yes, because that, that thing, that was the Mighty Morphin reunion thing that he's been, because he he's been, been, trying he, to he'd do. been working on that for, yeah, for a minute. Cause that was originally like, he was talking about it kind of like a Netflix reunion right. thing. And then right. that's kind of morphed into something something else entirely and then amy joe talked about at that comic-con um or at that that convention where she mentioned that boom comic series and then like and then i asked her about it right. <laughs> in an interview and she she couldn't tell me anything so okay so that so there does lend some things of like okay we we know of some plans and maybe, yeah, maybe that's the, oh, well, that sucks. That but like are they actually happening or are they trying to push them to happen? That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's the thing. So it was funny because uh, when we talked, I also asked her um, about like if she would, because she, her, her two movies, um, Space Between and then I think mm -hmm. it's, I think it's Amy's Always Dying um, is like, they're both good. Like they're, both, they're both really good. I actually really enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed her, um, uh, her like YouTube series that like it ended up being like a short, but it was. Oh, there's, there's no question. She's she's a talented writer and producer and and director. Right. There's there's no question there. And so then she's doing like she's now doing like superhero TV and like yeah. oh that that's awesome, right? So when I asked her, I was like, hey, would you like be up for like directing an episode of the show? Like, would you ever be mm -hmm. kind of end up like be interested in like returning that way and directing that or just like, you know, how would you want to be involved? I mean, she, she definitely wants to feature film. I mean, she was like, you know, I would want them to like ask me to 
to direct that. But then mm -hmm. it was also when I asked about the show, because I was like, okay, well, that would be interesting because no one else can really do, like no one else is in that space of like that original cast of like they're directing things and they could conceivably like take on something aside from like a title, you know what I mean? Or a writing credit or something like. Yeah, there's, there's no question. She's like out of the original cast, she's the most super talented when it comes to the production and the other side of yeah, the acting. Like she's in that space right. where she could actually conceivably do it and like take right. it on or whatever. But she, but then she brought up the, uh, uh, she was like, they're still, they're still not union, right? <laughs> they're still not union, yeah. right? And they're in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and you know, she's got like, she's got she daughter. She's yeah. got 13 year old. And it's like, you don't want to be over there. But I, I thought it was hilarious. So I was like, I think I want to stick with the feature film. I was like, you know what? I don't even blame you. I think that, <laughs> and I was, I was kind of honestly shocked because, you know, if the franchise, especially look, the, the nostalgia is never going to die no. for Mighty Morphin ever. It's never, never going to die. I'll so, keep it alive myself. If alone. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if that's the case and you have someone in your, in that original group that brings number one, the nostalgia impact with them, which she is one, even just taking, she's part of the original cast aside. She's the original pink ranger. She's one of the most popular. Yeah. on the show. Right. So yeah. if you have that in your wheelhouse, why not use that? Like yeah. to me, that's just that is kind of I don't know. Right. To me, there is a little bit of like I see why I can see why she in particular is kind of like maybe pushing a little bit because like mm -hmm. to me it just doesn't make any sense anyway. Like why wouldn't you use that, especially for a yeah. brand that you're trying to get in front of more people? And and especially and because uh, oh sorry, uh, especially no. because they've already gone through the effort of reintroducing characters, you know, and reintroducing ideas from. Like a Dino Fury season two, which we'll talk about in a second, shows the clip of the shark cycle scene. So it's like you you go as far as playing clips of the old show with the I believe that the voices are still the same. I know they've done some redubbing in the past of older clips, but but that goes to the point of like you you're going as far as introducing the rest of the package. Why not right. have someone to fill the package, the actual person? You know. Agreed. Um, Eric, what were you saying? No, I was just saying that, um, you know, also David Yost, he's also produced for TV before. And, you know, now he's mm. taken a chance at writing with this uh, quantum continuum script that's that he's working on, supposedly. So um, I think out of the all, all the original cast, you have, you know, two very talented individuals out of the cast that are, you know, willing to do that. And the 30th anniversary is like next year like right. you got to yep. start working on that stuff now if you want it to air during the actual 30th anniversary yep. and that's that's what has me concerned like what's hasbro doing in terms of like are they are they aware of it i mean heck there was uh you know linked or there there was like career uh hasbro career site you know, they, they were looking for a new marketing manager for mm -hmm. the Power Rangers side of it. So it's like, what's the direction? Where's this ship steering towards? And what are the plans for the 30th anniversary? Because there's not too many franchises that hit 30 years. And it's yeah. a big milestone. It's a it's a huge milestone. And I think right. um, I think the last look, I <laughs> they they are. I know. I don't know. I guess I would assume. There are some assumptions here, but I would assume you don't buy a franchise for what was the amount? <laughs> half, half a billion dollars? Yeah. You yeah. don't buy that without yeah. knowing the baggage it comes with. And if you want to get it in front of, you know, and I know like the Lightning Collection, there have been, you know, quality issues of, mm -hmm. you know, paint app stuff and, and wrong, <laughs> wrong <laughs> design. Like there's been issues, right? Sure. Um, but if I look overall, like if I look at the overall kind of bigger picture of things, overall like, lightning collection is very, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy with it. <laughs> right. And I, and I also look at the, okay, like they, they fixed some things. They, they've yeah. adjusted some things that people had complaints with before. So I go, okay, well, if they've, especially if they've got this like interconnected Netflix yeah. slash, you yeah. know, we're going time travel, all that, if all that stuff ends up actually being true, um, I just think, they went in also knowing that okay we if 
we have to hit something out of the park coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. A 30th anniversary is a pretty big deal, especially in Power Rangers, because I'm, I'm sorry, that almost no other franchise does anniversaries and gives them as much importance as like Power Rangers does. I mean, yeah. it kind of goes like, you know, goes like husband wife anniversary and then like power ranger like that's that's a, like a level of importance that they always put up there right like it's just they take it super seriously which i love which which is awesome and that's what makes them special so there are some there were some some very genuine misses in the, in the in the past sure. i'm pretty sure that at least they have some kind of idea but i agree with you i think that sooner like the sooner the better of like starting to trickle some of these things to where like some of the puzzle pieces start to connect and you go okay there's a plan and i don't need to know everything but i need and, to and know that yeah we don't need to know everything but at the same time you know they made that ent whistle announcement you know mm-hmm. a year and yeah. almost a year and a half ago and you know i know pre-production and and that kind of stuff takes time but at the same time we have a very impatient fandom where i mean they're just craving news it's like as soon as like the tiniest little morsel or hint of, of news that the fandom is on it and talking about it. And that's yeah. why I think everyone went nuts with Amy Joe's comment and there was speculating and all that stuff. And by the next day, she just kind of did like a eye roll emoji or whatever or laughing emoji, like, and saying, you know, don't assume you guys know everything or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you kind of baited it out there. You, yeah, you, kinda, you created yeah, you your own problem. Yeah, you kind of put right. that out there. You know. <laughs> right. Um, agreed. So that actually leads us to uh, the last kind of topic of this of this first part, which is you know after Dino Fury, which Dino Fury first half season two is out, um, people are really excited about it. But after Dino Fury, we we know all the all the talk, all the stuff we're talking about. You know, not knowing things. And people are very curious as to the future of this franchise because it has always been there's so many traditions when it comes to this franchise. Of, oh, we adapt this and we move this over and we redo this. And more and more, it it seems to look like, you know, that might be that previous structure of how the show mm. is created is not going to be that way for forevermore, maybe right. within the next five, ten years. Crap, maybe in the next two, right? So is it, do you, we've, I, I look at Twitter whenever like <laughs> something hits like, like related to this. And I just like, it's, it's always interesting. It's always, it never lets me down. It's always entertaining to see like the discourse of like, oh my God, no, you can't leave Sentai in the dust. And then to what see a the disrespect other, to the franchise. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I need bulldozers that are monsters. And and then you see like the other of like, oh my God, it's about time. You see yeah. like, we're good. Like we, we need the new stuff and original things. And you see these two clash and, and like, that's a problem that honestly, every successful franchise has sure. is those two comes those two areas of the fandom coming together. But Power Rangers is kind of at one of those crossroads and it's very important as to what happens next. So are you, do you want to see some of the newer and even some of the older, I mean, we saw Beast Morphers, they can pull stuff from from a bit back and, and make it spruce it all up. Do you want them to keep adapting or do you want to see Hasbro just embrace and just go for something completely their own? It's... Mm. For me, it's it's a mixed bag, and and I can drop this little gem. I actually interviewed Simon Bennett today for Very Ranger nice. Command, and we got that episode coming out on Saturday. And you know, I asked him about the the Madame Noir costume from Tokyuger and why it was adapted for, uh, you know, for Dino Fury season two, and uh, he pretty much said it's because Tokyuger is completely off the table. That's why they've been using those suit designs. So we got, I got legit confirmation from the executive producer. Tokyuger is completely <laughs> off the table. That's, that's, why they use, that's why they use Cosmo, Cosmo Royale for Super Ninja Steel. That's why they were able to use Madame Noir for Dino Fury. So um, if I, I mean, I've loved Power Rangers from the beginning. There is a certain charm with this franchise about taking 
footage from the Japanese show, taking those costumes and remixing it and doing it for Power Rangers. That's been the formula for 29 years and it's been continuously on the air for those 29 years. And so there's, there's a formula to it and, and people like that formula. At the other hand, I would be intrigued to see what an original, like if we can do it on our own. And the past few years, we've seen that they've been able to use more and more original footage mm -hmm. to craft their own stories. So if we were able to design our own suits, which is not unheard of because they did it for Hyperforce. Right. We had a completely right. original design and those team. looked dope. They're <laughs> sick. And, and there was no involvement on the Sentai side or the Toei side for Hyperforce. It was mm -hmm. Peter, Peter Sudarso designed those suits because he's a Power Rangers fan. He knows yep. the formula and he extrapolated something that was from Time Force. And those suits are dope. What they do in the comics, the Omega Rangers, mm -hmm. oh completely God, I designed. Rangers. I love that fresh design. So, I'm I'm on I'm on the fence. I would love to see some of the newer Sentai get adapted. I think a Juoger adaptation would be great. With, that would be my pick. Because yeah, over the past few years, we've had so many technology seasons. I would love a go back to basics, 30th anniversary, almost like a callback to Wild Force like a, a Juoger adaption. I would love something like that. But at the same time, if they were to say, no, we're never doing a Sentai adaptation again, we're doing something original. I'm also intrigued because we've seen over the past few years, we can do something original yeah. and to see something completely, you know, American or New Zealand made or Canada or wherever they decide to, to make this, I think would be pretty dope. And yeah. animation, if that's a thing. I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I would happily take an animated series or movie, really. I've been uh, waiting on that for 20 years. <laughs> it, it makes, like, all the sense in the world, but it's probably because of the Toei side yeah. of things. Uh, but speaking right. of the Toei side, they've already been changing the formula far beyond, like, what what sentai was before like and it started getting matt has heard me say this on time and time again like i don't like the the, the space ones i forget like i'm blanking on the name right now here <laughs> i go making everyone angry at this but like the the ones where there's like 12 and then they're all like super bulky and then there's there's like a new oh i love right those now. i love those suits i uh, so don't because they don't yeah. They don't look like Power Ranger suits. They look like Super That's Sentai. That's why I like. Which is, <laughs> yeah, but also, also if you're if you're looking at this as a Power Rangers brand and adapting, you would want the ones that are like more closely re resembling the other things. You don't want such a sudden shakeup. And then you have stuff like Dawn Brothers right now. I was going like to say, like, that just, like, fits in the face of that. That's, that's out. <laughs> I don't know. That. But And then before that, they had something completely unusable, too, with, like, the anniversary, whatever, at Zenkaiger, I believe Zen it was. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So, like, you yeah, look at all that stuff, and if I'm <laughs> if I'm Hasbro business executive uh, making, these, making these choices, I'm going to look at that and go, well, why don't we just do our own thing? Like, because clearly I, I, the well is running dry here. So I would, I, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would love to see a Q Ranger adaption. That's the one you're talking about about the bulky suits. Just because, there we go. yes, yes, Q just Ranger, because there yes. could be so many references to the past. You could do a space season right and reference like Aquatar. You could have the yellow mm -hmm. swordfish guy like from Aquatar. You can have the blue wolf guy from Sirius like SPD. There's so many things oh, that you could said. connect. That would make a, that would make an amazing thirtieth anniversary, like the Gold Ranger with the scales. He could be from Triforia. You know, like there's so many creative things that could happen with that particular season. That would be incredible. But now, uh, th they've already like, kind of thrown that off the table as saying right. there's too many characters. Which yeah, that, that is that, okay. That that argument I under I understand it in theory. I do. You mean right? I understand the argument of there's too many people and they don't get enough spotlight. They have at most again, forty you, episodes. But like, then again, you get rid of like the parent characters, yeah, the comedy relief true. characters. You just make a, the same number of people in your cast 
as the Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, and like, some that's of it. And they did it with Beast Morphers, with the Beast Bots. You could have just some characters that never unmorph. And yep. Q Ranger had that. They had four suit characters that were just big suits and you could have the same thing. And, you know, I'd be all for Kelson Henderson coming back to voice another character in Power Rangers. It, I'm always up for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Look, we, I, we I loved Nick... him in Mick in the first season of Dino Fury. Even, even oh, yeah. I didn't oh, that like was such a good episode. I didn't like super Ninja Steel or Ninja Steel, but I liked Mick and I liked Kelson and to see yes, him back in Dino Fury was, was amazing. That hair, man. No one can rock that hair like, no. like he can. Um, yeah, I, that's a very good point. <laughs> I, I, I agree with me and Nick have gone back and forth on that on that season. I I want that season, and frankly, I I would like that to be the last one. Yeah, I would like that. You could, that, do, I, you could do the blowout references. Yeah. Just go balls to the wall. Make make do in space. Right, have visit all these past planets for Power Rangers, and just do a knockout incredible season. End it on your 30th, boom, drop the mic, you're done. Even though, I mean, look, it would give a worthy sequel to one of the best Power Ranger seasons ever in space. Yep. That's you could have amazing. someone from KO35. You could oh have God. them. Right you could do so from, much. You, you could do, do so You could do a ton. And those suits now, rule, Nick. Uh, also, bring it, bring, I mean, bringing this <laughs> bringing this conversation back a little bit, would you bring back someone from the original cast for this? Like, I would, I, from the if I was case. Hasbro, if I was Hasbro, I would either bring back one of the OGs as a mentor or bring back Andros or bring back Andros. Yeah. S- something like that. Just bring back someone as a legacy character, like what they did with Dino Thunder. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, or, but now here's the thing. Uh, if you bring back Andros and you put him back in the robe, you could like sell all those figures that <laughs> that are sitting on target shell right? all of a sudden they're like super rare you want all those i think it's a weird thing personally um yeah but but what's funny is i i also think that it is time to like that to me that would be the dream final season you you blow that out you have a lot of places you can do establishing lore and stuff like that and you can also use it to establish your next thing like you can yeah. use that season would be a use perfect that launching as point. The jumping off point. Yeah. yeah. And then do something. Dino Fury has a ton of original footage. A lot. Like a and significant it's got a ton of references to the past, which I feel like it almost feels like this season is kind of their blowout with like the Morphin Masters right. and yeah. taking it back to dinos. And I just I kind of get that feeling. I kind of get that feeling like. Like this is the blowout. This is the like bring back Lord Zed. Yeah, that was huge. That's a big. And one. you know they're saving him for the second half of the series because we didn't see him mm-hmm. in in this first half. And I'm like, right, yeah, you I'm left freaking... that door wide open. Keeper was in this. I mean, yes. that's you know that's it's insane. That yeah, I agree. They they probably I, mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind like a giant Zed serving as like the final boss. Like in, in terms Hell of yeah, just man. like and throwing, yeah. I mean because. You can you can even out the Void Queen stuff in like the penultimate episode, and then yeah. just have Zed be like a final like yeah. If it is the blowout, you know. Um, yeah, and then it's time for something. I think it's time for an original look. We've seen even outside of the Power Rangers franchise. Um, I mean, look what Radiant Black is doing and that Radiant Verse, and like you can oh kill costume design and still have the same aesthetic and still feel like it's from the same. That- that super that. massive issue when they when they did the, their their version of the morph <laughs> and they they had that full panel reveal like you flip a double page spread i lost my mind i'm like this is original superheroes that are toku inspired yeah, and they're crushing much. it they're crushing yeah. it at rogue sun is, is oh yeah awesome uh i am very hyped for uh people to read more of that um, and, and Radiant Red, they're, they're doing that. So good. Service. Yes, yeah, it's so good. And then, um, oh, man. Uh, uh, Inferno Matt, Matt's Girl. books. Thank you. Inferno yes. Girl Red. That, look, to me, she stole the show in Supermassive. Um, 100%. And it, that that issue made me more excited for my Kickstarter like pledge. Like mm-hmm. I want to read that. I want to read her origins. I want to yeah. read her story. Yeah. So you can you can do that. 
and you can have style and you can launch this new thing and you can still tie like you can still tether all the stuff to the original you can have the same tropes you can have all all of that but i want i i think i'm ready for an original original take so here's hoping uh that that's what we because that's my vote and then you'll have the movies and stuff to do like you know if i would imagine some of that time travel and 90s aesthetic stuff is probably true so you have that to capture all that but in your series they'll reboot the morphing grid or something like it, it, it'll it'll just reset everything yeah. oh I'm none of look, this we'll ever happened. Back in. yeah well look, we're yeah. in we're in the age of multiverses for yeah, all these true. different right. franchises the the comic books are their own thing hyperforce is a timeline even the original 95 movie for power rangers that's an alternate timeline so power rangers has is had this building universe and Granted, you know, the TV show universe and why everyone likes in continuity is Nick. because it feels like that ongoing <laughs> narrative of, of the legacy. You know what I mean? So the the there's room for a multiverse and you don't have to trash 29 years of your right. other universe. It's just now acknowledge that as like a Star Trek thing. You've got your prime universe and you've got your whatever right. universe over here and but it's all Power Rangers. And I don't care what they do. I just give me more Power Rangers. Like whatever yeah. it is, yeah. I'm open to it. <laughs> it. It may suck at the end of the day, but at least it's just, it's more Power Rangers. I mean, yeah. and, and that's that's being a Power Rangers fan more so than anything yeah. else, right? Like you take the bad with the good, you know, you'll get some rough seasons, but then you sit through it and you're like, oh, that was fine in retrospect because I got this really good season after this. So exactly. you know, it's that's a perfect segue, of- Nick. That's a perfect segue <laughs> to our final topic of the show. Wow, man, amazing! Just so, killing it. The, the- yeah, that was so good, man. So, um, <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Dino Fury season two because I think this is. I look, I'm unabashed lover of Dino Fury season one. I adore this cast. Um, oh, yeah. And, and I love some of the, the fun story beats and, and characters that uh, we had in season one. So uh, season two, now uh, it's on Netflix. This is the binge model. I am a huge fan of that model, but I also understand that, you know, people got lives and stuff. So like, yeah. we're not going to spoil the whole, all the episodes that are out, whatever, just the first three. So if you haven't watched mm. those yet, hey, cool. But I thought three was fair. Yeah, three's <laughs> fine. I mean, it's like half yeah. hour episodes, you know what I mean? And, like three is good. That's an hour and a half. And, and that's what we're doing on Ranger Command. When we review these episodes, we're taking them in three-episode chunks because yeah. I know people have lives. Right. I don't have one, so that's why yeah, I Yeah, I was going to say, I saw that's the why whole I thing. Binge, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I binge the whole thing in the past two days. Oh my but, God. but they're fun. It, they, these are fun episodes that are building off season one. And some of the storylines they've got going in this second season, everything is just more ramped up. It's ramped up. And like they're taking. So look, one of the one of the things I, I, I adored in the in the first season was just like the this show has nailed battle banter better than a lot Uh, of previous seasons. It's there. Yes, you still have like every so often you have like you know your very forced uh, cheesy puns. Yeah, and it's like really <laughs> like to, to give them credit, they do highlight that a lot. When right, it's like, and they make you... fun of it, so I let it yes, slide yes. because a lot of times they'll call it out. Someone else in the thing will call it out or whatever. But like, or it's it's Javi's yeah. character trait. Like he's yeah. been practicing this. I mean, to not get into the specifics of. I, I forget which episodes are the first three, so forgive me on that. But uh, but yeah, that's Javi's thing. I feel like he's gonna nail it at the end of the season, maybe. Like he's gonna yeah. get a real good pun in there. And but like uh, I laughed yes. out loud when yes. uh, any time that Zato and Amelia have back and forth, because like those are like some of my favorite. But like yeah. the beer, the BRB. And like when he goes, like, oh, I'm gonna burn. And she's like, oh my God, I told him it's BRB. And she's still fighting. Like, I genuinely laughed out oh, loud. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's, yeah. that's brilliant. I want, I love that back and forth. Uh, you know, like the um, Amelia, like the, I can't remember what they call these cakes. Um, uh, the the flargon cakes yeah okay so the when they're all doing cakes. that and like it's a very like if anyone's watched friends and the famous like uh 
truffle episode where oh, like, yeah. yeah 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 it's it's that right but it's executed so well so like of course half of them are like kind of almost yeah. vomiting and they don't like it and then like yes. Amelia's like yeah i dig this and but like, that's a hint is, is she right is so she um, wink, wink? but like something I mean, like that ooh. kind of that little nugget in any other season would be like no they're not gonna go they're not gonna do that right. because that would take right that it's not gonna go that deep but dino fury has established that like stuff like that happens stuff like that is they're always kind of building her parents things. missing yeah the same. They, they, they've, they've, they've they've done these small seeds and these nuggets they've planted these seeds and um i think this second half when they're going to do this later in the year we're going to get so many questions answered and and you know, to tease the interview with Simon a little bit, he said that there are so many payoffs in this second half of the second season. And he directed he directed the last two episodes. He directed oh, the finale. Nice. And they're still finishing touches on the VFX because he said that it is effects heavy, these, these last two episodes. So take that what you will. Ooh. But this whole Dino Fury, it's been building... And all of the story elements keep building up on each other. Even these so-called filler episodes, mm -hmm. they're they're still they don't feel like filler. Are, no, they don't. And yeah, just this whole run of episodes. I know we're only talking about the first three, but everything with the Garcia family mm -hmm. and how yes. much that storyline has paid off is great to see in Power Rangers. We got a mom and dad for a Power Rangers family. Like, <laughs> what, I mean, let's give it up for that. We have yeah. a full family unit. They're not just aimlessly wandering out about themselves. They're always like, they're right. never home. How do you like sustain? Like, and they're life? not just like it's not just MMPR style where they're just wearing their kids' clothes, just yeah. a version of it. Do you remember that stuff? And like, it's wild too because, um, in terms of the overall, uh, speaking of effects and like. In terms of the overall production, the um, the brand new footage is incredible. I believe season, I believe episode two has the rooftop stuff, which mm -hmm. is just like wow, this is this is in a Power Rangers show, and I I don't know a lot about uh, Solger, so I don't know how much is from the Sentai and how much is original. But a lot, but like, a lot of this season is original footage. A yeah, lot of there's season. there's like a, there's some drone shots in here, and it's it's very well done. Some of that is some of that is from Rue Soldier. Oh, they, well, like, then good. Sentai yeah. has been doing, uh, especially they they started doing that in. Uh, Lupin Ranger versus Pato Ranger. Mm. Like, there's been a lot more drone shots and cool. you know flying into monster. So, I mean, they're still being innovative on the Sentai side, but it's getting harder and harder to tell, especially this season. Right. The, the yeah. difference between Sentai. Like, the only reason I noticed it is because the Sentai suits are a little bit more shiny. But if I didn't know that, it would seem a lot more right. seamless. And right. I mean, geez, just take the freaking rafcon battle scene from the first season like that's something yeah. that you yeah. don't th i mean that alone was kind of i remember seeing that and was like oh wow that's impressive that was probably their entire budget and then i didn't expect it for the rest of the season because i was like oh well they're probably <laughs> they're out of money because there's no <laughs> way that then in cost of fortune but then like you still saw them kind of meet that bar throughout and mm, and stuff right. looks really good so yeah but like these characters man i just they're, I love they're them. so fun, I love and they I battles are fun to watch now. That's they were second, fun sometimes, yeah. but they're they're fun to watch now. That second episode with the bike, that bike that reminded me so much of the Disney seasons, like yeah. where they would just pull out the CGI bikes and go to right, town with yes, them. and that that was nostalgic. And there are a few episodes here where they filmed, um, where they filmed, like the classic like almost disney season explosions in the background like right yes when, when javi gets the power-up armor and it like it explodes it, in the background that's a classic disney explosion kailash explosion shot i that, that's i, what it felt I like. mean 
in, in terms of the the characters too, uh, something I've appreciated. I mean, season one was like a lot of the the bricks needed to be built. You know, you needed right. to set up a lot of. It, it still felt like. Yeah, this was coming together, but season two immediately feels like, okay, we already know everybody. Now let's introduce the wrinkles. Let's have them, let's let them be jerks to each other. Let's let them actually make these critical mistakes and make these Mm -hmm. like, uh, and that's something I appreciate. It's not automatically a bad thing that um, I know I can't get into super details about what comes later, but it's just, I like that there are edges to them now that we know them. It's like it's like right. oh we're getting to know the uglier sides of each character and that's, that's yeah something we haven't gotten in a Power Rangers season in a long time and, and, and it feels yeah. more natural because there there was one episode that I'm like Ollie you are such a jerk why are you continuously <laughs> yes. being yes. a freaking jerk get the message and and when he finally did get the message and finally understood like that was a great moment yeah. No, I agree. And like there was a um, you know, the the episode where it's like all about the nunchucks early on, right? I was kind of right. like, okay, in past the, the dino chucks. Yeah, right. In past <laughs> shows, Jungle which, Fury vibes. Which, Jungle but, Fury but again, vibes. right? So it's an absurd name. And then yeah. I like that they point it out because they're like, yes. no, that's a terrible name. Like they they I I like that acknowledgement. But also like in past shows. The whole episode would have literally been about the Dino Chucks. Yep. Yeah. It would have been settled by Act One. Yeah. Right. And there would have been no extending like development or anything. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, he broke my Chucks. You know, it's like, that's not a whole focal point for an episode. That's an (laughs) SNL skit. That's not what you do. Right. And so I like that they're actually building on that. But also Mm -hmm. um, to move into our last thing before we, before we got shit out of here. So with the episodes you've seen so far of Dino Fury, um, is are any are there any of the rangers that have moved into your top 10 of their respective colors obviously not like your top 10 of all time but like you know did you know is javi in your top black rangers is like like uh, zato in your top reds are there any that have moved to that point or that you foresee moving by the end of the series izzy's definitely on my top 10 for green rangers 100 percent yeah, I think that's a, yeah. I think I don't know. I, would I think almost that's, say that's a win across the board. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> but 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 also Zato. I think I think Zato has cracked Zato's into my fun. into my top ten of reds. Amelia has hit my top ten of pinks. She's awesome. She's so fun and just like I I I think that character does so much too for the other characters. Yes, and I feel the they, same way about about. Tessa, actually, I feel like when they are with other people, it they, en- it enhances the yes, scene. like it, yeah. it just clicks. And, and, Zato, and there's oh, there's a so warmth great. to Amelia and just the actress. What I think the actress brings, like uh, Hunter, mm-hmm. I, I think she has killed the character of Amelia. Like she has absolutely crushed it. And her the scenes with her and Zato, my co-host Zach ships her and Ollie. I ship her and Zato. Oh my god! What her and Ollie? Because well, there's that because there's that love hate tension. Oh, that, yeah, that they and they they were introduced in the first episode together. Yeah, so, yeah. but like oh, and if we no. know Power Rangers, there's which a, we like all do, o- opposites yeah. attract, and no, yeah. no, and, and Ollie's, <laughs> and no, Ollie's whole life. yes, thank Ollie's, you. You're on my side. Yeah, Ollie's whole journey has been about him being less of a jerk, and who. Who is more of like the one showing this to him? Who is the the mirror and in herself finding out also like oh I can be more confident about the things I like and you know, okay here's I can... the thing you know what that strikes a little too close to home for me and the journey that my life went through <laughs> I don't need that real okay in my damn Power Rangers I want escapism I mean no I <laughs> That's why I, I like love Zato and Amelia. Yes, I love this cast. Like I would say, all hundred percent, like, all six of them, even Ion. Like Ion's really grown on me in, yeah, uh, in the, especially the back half of season uh, in this first season two chunk. Like that, unfortunately, we can't spoil. But he gets some really good stuff, and mm-hmm. they they've all made in that top ten because, like, I I don't want to see them go yet. Like I, I don't know. know yeah. I don't know what the finale is going to hold for this one, but I secretly hope that if we're heading into this interconnected universe and you start, you, 
why why start from the beginning like why not just let them get new sets of powers and new sets of like you know like i want to see them more even like, i don't know it's, maybe it's the netflix model but like since i already spent like uh what amounts to like a week with them <laughs> i would love i would love more than two weeks overall so i i don't know i i agree i think yeah. um I've, I've become a little spoiled and i and i like this i like this what's crazy is i mean look we always used to joke about um the hiatus and like oh so much time or whatever but right. hey, guess what? We're getting another hiatus. Like, right, but like it's, it's, a, a, it's a hiatus by like design. By design, right? yeah, and it's yeah. like your design, right? It's your choice. Yeah. You can spread these out over six months if you want, but like now it's like all in your hands. So like it's got. I don't know. I think that's kind of brilliant from a from a PR perspective of like you did it. We put it all out there. <laughs> your fault. <laughs> don't come to me telling me that you did all the time. I can't. I can't help you. I made a show too good. That's my fault. That's what I would be saying. Yeah. If I was a PR person. Yeah. Yeah. His, history, history repeats itself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I am definitely looking for, I think, I think it is safe to say probably by the end of the show, at least I, cause I agree with both of you. I think those three will probably take, will be in those top 10 discussions. Yeah. I will have to include them um, as fan favorites. And that's by the way, not to diminish Ollie, Javi, um, oh, no. and Aeon. Like, no, I I'm, like them all. No, I those, vouch for them. I don't know yeah. how much that means, Matt, but I will vouch for them. I but the, them. And they're awesome, and I love them. I'm just saying, like, I think... I mean, look, we've had... We're gonna, we're about to have 30 years of this stuff and so many characters to put in those lists. It's just gets harder and harder every every year right to, yeah. to make headway into that top right. group and and mo- honestly you know if you really think about it a lot of people's top group still has like you know half the damn cast of mighty morphin <laughs> <laughs> i find this out every time i ask for a poll to create the facebook header because it's like i have to get around putting just the core mmpr cast because they will win always it will win hands down it's not even a it's not even a thing I don't even have to try. So, like, you know, everyone, it's it's kind of funny, like, as everyone's like, you know, why are you doing Jason but as an Omega? I was like, because I want to put some damn new art in the header, and if I just put Jason as red, it'll <laughs> never change. <laughs> so, like, you know, I, I understand. But so for that to be, for us to be getting headway made with these mm-hmm. newer seasons and these new characters, because, like, Beast Morphers, right, I love yeah. that cast too, man, and I love some of those characters too, and, like, so for the past couple of years, we've been getting some really great characters. We've been getting some really great casts. I'm excited for the future, but uh, yeah, I'm a little spoiled. Yeah, yeah. the past that. two casts with Dino Fury and Beast Morphers, there's just Agreed. such a chemistry between all those actors, and they just seem like wonderful, genuinely wonderful people. So yeah, I, I, I love this Dino Fury cast. Uh, I think I haven't liked to cast Gel so much since the last Dino season with Dino Charge. Uh, yep. Another I, great cast. Yeah. Yeah, it's also a great cast. Um, all right, so uh, that brings us to our close. Man, that flowed so naturally. It's almost like I planned it that way, but I promise Amazing. you. Amazing. I did not. <laughs> I, I did not plan it that way. Um, so, uh, you know, they know where they can they can find us. Uh, Eric, uh, if you want to shout out anything, if you want to mm-hmm. let people know where you can find you, they already know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Just go to rangercommand.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at rangercommandph. You can find me on Twitter at trekkyv47. Uh, hit me up with any Power Rangers, Star Trek, whatever. I, I love all the nerdy things. Yeah, all the nerdy things. Nick, what you want to shout out? Uh, Dino Fury Season 2. <laughs> I watch more than the first three episodes. No, I'm 100% serious. Like, I... I'm on such a cloud nine with with what I what I saw. Like yeah, I'm nice just like I'm. I I believe so too. It is nice to see me happy. And usually, yeah. I you don't know any of this background <laughs> information, but I come into these hot. I come into these very just very such like, a curmudgeon. He's such a yeah. grumbly. That's usually <laughs> how it is, though. That's usually how it is. And now I'm just it's like, not canon. That's uh, if you remember, That's Eric nice. said multiverse comics and TV. He separated those. I knew those. you were going to point that out. I knew you were going to. I let it go because yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Just, it's, but watch, like you're so, yeah. just so genuinely happy. It's a nice thing. It's good. It's watch, good. watch a good season of Power Rangers. That's all okay. it is. Like just like yeah, just I, that's what ener- It's good to have that energy again. I, I, I agree. Uh, for me, I will say, uh, of course, you can find uh, all the stuff uh, I write about on comicbook.com, and you can find my <laughs> random uh, ramblings about, I swear, everything from Funko Pops to wrestling to iCarly, because that trailer ruled. <laughs> um, oh, boy. <laughs> you leave me alone. I think that tweet <laughs> that I tweeted, the iCarly trailer, is like the most popular tweet of Comic Book Nation's like, history in like, Twitter. <laughs> I think it is. Well, so people like it. I have an army. Damn it. You leave me be. Um, where was I going with that? Boy. I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, you can find me, you can find me at Aguilar CB. Uh, and I also recommend that uh, I, I need people to play board games with me. Um, because uh, my wife, like, shouldn't always have to be the person. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to do my best to figure out some online options so I can play with other people and stop putting her through misery. So there you go. There you go. There's my, <laughs> there's my outro. Uh, thank you guys for everybody for, for joining us. This is sad. Um, and uh, we will be back uh, in two weeks. So peace. Peace. All right. <laughs> oh, he just took oh, off. I know. <laughs> he, I, there was no goodbye. Well, I will say goodbye for us then, Eric. I oh, we're, we're still you live, too. Up. I don't even think yeah. you closed the, the stream. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Uh, bye. <laughs>